welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, builds your faith, and encourages you in the things of the Lord. Enjoy the message. Okay, um, I'm, I'm thankful tonight. You know, I'm still a little bit reflecting on, on 2022 and, and just how God brought us through and, and added to us. And in many ways, he, he, he did many things and spoke to us many times. We experienced much, much of the, of the blessing of God. Weddings, marriages, you know, to, the, the new children added to families. So many things to give thanks for. And, and God is still at work amongst us, brothers and sisters. Um, because of that cross that we just remembered, because of that cross, and, and the wonderful thing about what we just celebrated there in the death of Jesus is that cross qualifies us all to be a part of it. Nobody's excluded, brothers and sisters. Nobody is left outside the door, unless you want to be left outside the door. But Jesus is the door. He is the way. The, the invitation is open, and, and I'm glad of that. I'm, I'm glad we can enter 2023 with a, with a confidence, brothers and sisters, and, and, a, and an expectation and a, and a joy uh, that, that God will, will continue what He has already started. As He has promised, He is faithful to complete the work that He's begun. My title tonight is The Puzzle of the Missing Peace. The Puzzle of the Missing Peace, and peace is spelled P-E-A-C-E. And so that is, our, that is our topic tonight. And the last time I spoke, just, just before Christmas, we talked about um, the message that the angels brought um, in Luke chapter 2, verse 14. The angels came and, and, and they said this, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, peace and goodwill towards men. And then in, in Isaiah, there, there's a, a great scripture there in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And it says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. 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 He is the Prince of Peace, and His kingdom is a kingdom of peace. And so we're, we're going to look at that tonight. So let, let's just bow our heads and, and we'll pray. Lord God, Lord God, thank you, O God. Lord, thank you, Lord, for the cross, O God. Lord, thank you, O God, that the cross, Lord, oh Lord, brings us, Lord, and qualifies us, draws us right in, O God. Oh, Lord, Lord, to, to heavenly places, oh God. Lord, we become, Lord, through the cross, seated in heavenly places, oh God. And, and, and so, Lord, tonight, Lord, Lord, we qualify, Jesus. We qualify. And Father God, you have promised us peace, oh God. And oh, Lord, we, we live in a time of turmoil, oh God. And I pray, Lord, Lord, tonight, Lord, as we just explore this peace, oh God, would you speak to us, oh God. Oh, Lord, would you bring us into it, Lord. Let, let us apprehend this peace, O oh God, live in it, O oh God, and, and thrive in it, Lord. Lord, in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So the, the, the coming Messiah and the Christmas season announced 
this, this great offer of peace, brothers and sisters, and, and it's a peace that, that is to be very literally taken a hold of and lived in and apprehended by us. But unfortunately, most of our generation, most of the people in this age, as with every other age, are completely missing the peace that's on offer. God himself has made an offer and an announcement of this peace, and people ignore it, people despise it, people don't seek after it, people don't step into it. They choose other things. And I would also say that, that there's a high proportion of Christians that, that miss out this peace. They, they live in perpetual anxiousness, and, and they miss this, this offer, this promise that God has given. God, God makes this offer, and it's a, it's a type of peace that, that is greater than circumstances. It transcends our experience. It transcends what we're living in. It transcends our paradigm. It, it transcends the events of our lives and, and of this world. And I would say that, and the Bible would make it out, that, that this peace is more powerful than the circumstances. It's greater than the circumstances. Hallelujah. Jesus, he said it like this. Come with me in the scriptures. We're, we're going to jump around a little bit. John chapter 14, verse 27 Jesus said this, he said, peace I leave with you, hallelujah, peace I, le I leave with you, my peace I give you, I do not give you as the world gives, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid, what wonderful words of comfort, if we turn over a couple of chapters to John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus again says this. He says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. And this is a day where there are many reasons. If we were to look at this world, there's many reasons to be perturbed. Politics and government fail us. They don't provide the security that, that, that we would like to have. There's a cost of living crisis, which is troubling us all. We all have to reconsider turning on the immersion heater and the heating. How much gas are we using when we switch to coal? We did that. We switched the coal for a lot of our heating. We, we're, we're wearing coats. Woolly jumpers have come back into fashion. <laughs> Even in the office. <laughs> There's a housing crisis in our country. The HSE is overwhelmed. Our hospitals are struggling. Putin's war in Ukraine shows no sign of ending. There seems to be an increase in, in cancers and illnesses. 
his relationship difficulties, addiction issues, anger issues, depression issues, estrangement from loved ones. There are many, many reasons for, for, for people to have no peace, mental difficulty, traumas, offenses. Offenses, that's a big one. It's a big one. It seems that anxiety levels in, in this generation, just they're, they're off the scale. The amount of people that struggle with deep anxiety is like we've never seen before. External troubles and internal troubles and fears. And brothers and sisters, peace is of vital importance. It is so important. It's important for our health. Just stress, stress causes so many health difficulties. It does. It's important for our relationships. You know, it's very hard to really engage someone in, a, in an honest conversation if your mind is, is just overwhelmed and troubled with, with stresses and difficulties. Relationships suffer. Our ability to make decisions suffers. You know, if we're, if we're in our mind, we're battling something, then what tends to happen is we make skewy decisions. We make decisions out of reaction and, and out of fear instead of out of faith. If you're, if you're in that place, brothers and sisters, where, where, where you're, you're stressed and you're troubled, don't make decisions in that place. Go to peace first. The ability to listen. It's very hard to listen. It's hard to listen, listen to the Lord. It's hard to listen to others. It's hard to listen to, to, to anything whenever we're consumed with the troubles. It's hard to rest. It's hard to rest. And we, we have this assumption, and this, this is an assumption that a lot of us make, and I would, I would dare say it's a natural assumption to make. And it's this, that having troubles is the opposite of having peace. So we can find ourselves, because, so, so we're, we're, we're wanting peace, so our approach is, or our attitude is, if I could just get past a set of troubles, then maybe I could have some peace. If I could just get through this particular set of circumstances, then, then I could have peace. This is the worst thing ever, and if I can just get past it, then, then I can experience peace. But Jesus said this, and we, and we read it tonight. He said, in this world, you will have many troubles. And it seems to me that Jesus was right. <laughs> it is my opinion, having observed my own life and the life of people around me, that Jesus was right when he said there was going to be many troubles. He wasn't wrong. He never is wrong. And the troubles will come 
and go, but mostly it seems they just change from one form to another. Have you noticed that? We move from one type of trouble to another type of trouble to another difficulty to another challenge. And life seems to move that way a lot of the time. They, they change from financial to relational to health and back to financial again and relational health and maybe many other forms. It's true, brothers and sisters, isn't it? And if we are to wait, see, here's the issue with thinking that, that peace is the opposite of trouble and that I have to wait until the troubles pass before I can have peace. Here's the issue, is that the troubles will keep coming. And if, you're, if you and I are going to wait until the troubles have passed, then we will not experience peace, brothers and sisters. It is not true that peace is only there in the absence of troubles. That's not true. It's not true. Jesus said, you will have many troubles, but I have given you peace. He said it almost in the same breath. Peace and troubles. Peace from God, brothers and sisters, lives and can be experienced in the presence of troubles and trials and difficulties, no matter what they are. You will have many troubles, but I've given you peace. I've given you peace. And that peace, brothers and sisters, a peace because it comes from a different source, is greater is greater than every circumstance. The peace transcends the circumstances because it never came from the circumstances. Peace is not delivered to us via our life experience. Peace is not delivered into our hearts from the circumstances of this world. Can I hear an amen? We have a greater source of peace, hallelujah. Our peace comes from another place. So I've got three questions tonight that we're going to consider. What is peace? Where does it come from? And how can I take hold of it? So what is peace? The word in the New Testament that means to be set at one that's interesting, isn't it? It means to, to join together. And if you're like me, when I'm going through those times of, of troubles, it's, it's, it is like I'm, I'm split apart. There's a tear and my fear is dragging me this way and my strategy is dragging me that way and my, my emotions are taking me another way and and there is no peace. And so, so to be, th this word is, is lovely in that it, it brings us to a sense of, of oneness. It, it brings us together again, brothers and sisters. It's a state of, of wholeness, soundness. 
and it's, 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 it's a state of not being conflicted and disjointed and, and all over the place and up one minute and down the next. It's not that. It's greater than that. It's not pulling us in multiple different directions. Set at one, that's what the peace is. Next question. So we understand that the peace, as we've talked about, it's not the absence of trouble. So where does this peace come from? And here, Jesus in John 14, 27, he says, he, he makes this great declaration. He says, peace I leave with you. Then he says, he almost repeats it again. He says, my peace I give you. I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Peace I leave. Brothers and sisters, the peace is delivered to us from Almighty God. It's His peace. It's always His peace. He gives to us his peace. That's why it's greater than the circumstances. That's why it's greater than the troubles. That's why it transcends everything that we go through, brothers and sisters. It's greater. We can have a peace in the midst of turmoil. Why? Because it doesn't come from us. It's from somebody else. It's from him. It's from him. And like, like we, when we gathered around the cross, we all qualify to receive this peace. We do. This is for all of us, this peace. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want to receive that. I want to live in that peace that Almighty God gives. I don't want to try and manufacture something up to try and get me through a difficulty. I want to live in this great peace that he promised to us, even through angels. And from his own lips. Now we know that in, in this chapter, John 14, Jesus talks about giving us his peace. And, and this verse comes in the context of Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit is going to be given. And then he says, my peace I give you. And this peace comes from God, comes from Jesus, and is delivered into our hearts through the person of the Holy Spirit, God as well. That's how the, the, the peace that comes from God is actually brought into our lives, brothers and sisters. When we were born again, we were born of the Holy Spirit, and He comes into our lives bringing so many things, one of them being peace. Peace. So you and I, fully qualified through the cross, through the death, the resurrection of Jesus, qualified, we have received the Holy Spirit, and therefore we have peace, peace with God because our sins are forgiven, and we have peace that means we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be troubled. Peace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
live according to, to the Spirit. As, as we're told in Galatians, live according to the Spirit. And one of the, the fruits of the Spirit is, is peace. So the peace originates with God, belongs to God, and is given to us via the Holy Spirit, who is God. And so we can and we will and we must live in it and experience it and enjoy it, brothers and sisters. Enjoy it, even in the troubled times. The promise of peace in that verse that, that we just read also comes with a command. This is what Jesus said. He said, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And I think this is, this is lovely how, how Jesus, he gives the command, but just before he gives the command, he, he tells us how we're going to do it. <laughs> he says, don't let your hearts be troubled. There's a command, brothers and sisters. It's important to Jesus that we don't allow troubles and difficulties and trials and issues, that we don't allow those things to rule our heart. And he gives a command, do not be troubled. Do not be troubled. And I'm sure there's many people who, who maybe are here tonight or who listen online, and you're troubled. And you have this command from Jesus with a lovely promise. And it is, do not be troubled. You don't have to live troubled and stressed and, and uh, in pieces, as it were, uh, one way, you know, torn apart, being pulled asunder by emotions, by ups and downs. The peace, brothers and sisters, peace overcomes the troubled heart. Maybe you're here tonight and you've never entered into the relationship with Jesus. And I want to talk to you for just for a couple of seconds. You see, there's a first step into peace with God. And actually, the, 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 the greatest peace with God is actually the peace of knowing that our sins have been forgiven. And we, we looked at the cross tonight. And maybe you're here and you don't really understand that. You've heard about Jesus. You've heard about the cross. You, you've, you've heard about um, him dying for our sins. But you haven't stepped into that, that peace with God. And, and, and Jesus comes and, and he makes an offer. God comes and he makes an offer to us of not just peace for circumstances, but peace for eternity, where we are brought into another life that doesn't just end when we pass away, but, but a life that goes on forever and ever, where we are in perfect peace with God. Why? Because because our sins have been dealt with on the cross. See, the greatest obstacle to peace is sin. If that sin isn't dealt with, then we are, we're living with anxiousness, we're living in fear, we're living estranged from God with doom hanging over us. 
and guilt hanging over us. And Jesus came and he died on a cross so that you and I don't have to. So you and I don't have to. He paid for every last one of my sins and your sins, even Pastor Patrick's sins. He died, brothers and sisters, friends, he died so that our sin issue can be dealt with and, and completely and thoroughly dealt with. Every last sin washed away. Our past, present, and future sins washed away, separated as far as the east is from the west from us so that we can have this amazing peace with God. It's eternal peace. Romans 5, 1 says, puts it this way. Therefore, since we have been, been made right in God's sight by faith, and it's by faith you come to Jesus and you say, Jesus, would you forgive my sins because you paid for them on the cross? By faith we come. And we ask Jesus to come and cleanse us and, and, and we ask him to, to, to bring us into relationship with him. By faith we come and this verse says it. Therefore, since we've been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God. Peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if, if you're here tonight and you don't completely understand that, please don't leave. Come and talk to me. Come and talk to some of our leaders. We'd like to explain more about how to just enter in. We'll pray with you, and you will enter in to a place of peace with God that will last for eternity. It will last for eternity, and it's the, this is the foundational peace that we're talking about. It's a wonderful place to be. I remember, I remember lying on my bed at night and being tormented by my sin, knowing that if I died, that I was, I was going to be rejected by God and I would go to a lost eternity, a place called hell. I remember being tormented. And I remember giving my heart to the Lord and, and asking Him to forgive me. And He came in and peace entered my heart. Peace that, peace that changed everything. Everything that allowed me to have relationships that allowed me to have friendships. It, 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 it changed everything about me. It changed my personality even. And I'm so thankful for that peace. Hallelujah. And it was good to celebrate. Thank you, Isaac, for, for bringing us around the Lord's table tonight to remember. And we must remember. Tonight you might be saying, I'm a Christian I know my sins are forgiven. I've got, I've got peace about, about my sins. I've got peace about where I'm going after I die. But I'm still troubled. I'm troubled by circumstances. I'm not walking in this peace. And, and this is where I, I wanted to get to tonight. And one of the sisters in prayer, Sister Rena, shared the scripture on Monday night. It just jumped in my heart. I knew that's where we were going tonight. Isaiah 26, verse 3 and verse 4. Turn there, brothers and sisters. It's worth it. It's worth it. It says there, 
You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. That's the NIV version. The King James Version in verse 3 says this, Thou will keep him, in other words, God will keep the person, the me, the you. You will keep him, me, in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, whose mind is stayed on God, because he trusts in thee. He trusts in God. And here, God makes this promise, this amazing promise, which is for those of us with troubled minds. Notice who's doing the, the, the peacemaking. Notice that. It says, He, God, He will keep us in peace. And not just peace, but perfect peace. Brothers and sisters, He will keep us in perfect peace. Philippians calls it this, peace that passes all understanding. Hallelujah. A peace that comes from God. A wonderful peace, a surpassing peace, an all-powerful peace. He will keep us in that perfect peace. How does that sound? It's good, isn't it? It's good. Perfect peace. Despite the circumstances. Hallelujah. I'll take that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. And here's, here's the approach of the person who steps into the promise of perfect peace. I, I, I like the King James because it says this, whose mind is stayed. Stayed. That's, that's a good old word there. Stayed. Stay the mind, brothers and sisters. Stay the mind. The mind, the, the mind has the potential to, to, to take us to all sorts of places. Isn't it true? The mind can take us here and there and up and down and, and all which ways, all at the one time. It can drag us east and west. It can drag us to troubles that will never happen. It can fill us with torment. The mind can go there. And the scripture says, stay the mind. The mind that is stayed on him. Don't let your mind take you where it's not meant to go. We have got to, the, the Bible talks about renewing the mind. The Bible talks about the mind and and, and brothers and sisters, we are to take control of the mind. We're to fill the mind with, with meditations. We're to meditate on truth, on the Scripture. I almost picked up my iPad. It's the Bible, okay? <laughs> we are to be deliberate with our minds. It's important. It's important, and so... So this scripture tells us this. He will keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. Him. 
And here's your solution, brothers and sisters. Get the mind, get the mind meditating, get the mind fixed again. If you're this way and that way, if you're, you're struggling emotionally up and down, get the mind fixed on him. Hallelujah. It's, it's the way. Stay the mind. Don't let the scenarios play out. Fix the mind on him. Philippians puts it like this. Do not be anxious. Do not be anxious. So tonight we are to stay our minds on the Lord. What better thing can we put our minds on? Hallelujah. Next question is, well, how do I stay the mind? The verse says this, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. He trusts in the Lord. And we stay the mind, brothers and sisters, by trusting in the Lord. It puts the mind to rest when we trust See, trust, trust is, is a relationship issue. Trust is not necessarily a logic issue. It's a love issue. Trust, you know, uh, trust and love go together. Love always trusts. It always trusts. And so we go back, you know, with, with our minds we, we go back to the Lord and we trust Him. There's nobody more trustworthy than the Lord. And there's nobody who loves us more than the Lord. And there's nobody who's closer to us than the Lord. So we have every reason, brothers and sisters, to trust the Lord and to trust what He says. He's never let us down. He's never broken a promise. So it goes back to that, brothers and sisters. It goes back to, I will, I choose this day that I will trust the Lord. So God, help me to stay my mind on what you say. Help me to stay my, stay my mind on, on, on the, your goodness, on your faithfulness, on that which, that which is the most noble, which is you, Jesus. If you're lacking peace tonight, it's not the circumstances that are the problem. It's a heart issue of not trusting the Lord. That's what it is. That may, that's, that's quite straight, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Your circumstances are not the issue, are not aren't taking away your peace, your lack of trust in the Lord is the root of the issue. We can play around all day trying to change the circumstances, trying to get a bit more finance, try and put coal on the fire instead of the oil boiler on. We can do all sorts of things, brothers and sisters, to try and, to try and fix the circumstances. But peace comes from trusting and trusting in Him, brothers and sisters. He is faithful he is faithful. If you're lacking peace, then I get back to peace. Go there. Go there. We have the path. It's stay in the mind and trusting in the Lord. 
Philippians in 4.8 says this, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Think about such things. Focus on the Lord, brothers and sisters. Trust Him again. Trust Him again. Make those declarations of trust. Take the promises. Trust the promises, His promises of provision, of love, of whatever it is, brothers and sisters. Get the promises. Trust Him again who has given the promises and stay your mind. Stay your mind and you'll have peace. Peace. There's a description of a person who's fixed their mind and their hearts on the Lord. This is the word. They're a worshiper. They're a worshiper. They see God as greater than the circumstances, greater than themselves, greater than everything else, and they honor him. Let us, brothers and sisters, let us stay our minds, trust in him, be worshipers that glorify him in the middle of the troubles, in the middle of the circumstances, because he is worthy. And you may not know how, but he is bringing us through. He is bringing us through or he's delivering us out of one way or the other. We're, we're coming through, brothers and sisters. And we may not know how, but we know the who of the of who knows the how we know the who who knows the how how's that for for a phrase we know the who that knows the how and he's bringing us through and he's bringing us out and we can trust him and he loves us and he hasn't missed a beat so we can have peace we can have peace we stand what we pray tonight Lord God, Lord God, here we are, Lord, and embarking into 2023, oh God. And, oh Lord, you're so good to us, Jesus. So faithful, oh God. And God, you love us, Lord. Lord, you proved your love to us on that cross, oh God. And oh Lord, tonight, Lord, Lord, we as Cork Church, oh God. Oh Lord, Lord, we have, Lord, many struggles and maybe many unflattering things, Lord. But tonight, Lord, Lord, we make a declaration, oh God, Lord, that tonight, Lord, we're going to trust you, oh God. We're going to trust you, Jesus, because you love us, oh God. Oh, Lord, because you're faithful, oh God, because you've, you've never lied, oh God, never broken a promise, oh God. We can trust you, oh God, and we do trust you, oh God. And Father, Lord, Lord, we choose, Lord, to, to stay our minds. Lord, we want to meditate, Lord, on, 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 your, on you, Jesus, Lord. We want to know you, oh God. We want to know you, oh God. Help us, Lord. Oh Lord, to open your word, oh God. Help us, Lord, to Lord to draw that bit closer, oh God. Lord, Lord, maybe, oh God, maybe the troubles, Lord, are meant to draw us closer to you, Jesus. Oh God, maybe they're meant to just bring us that, that little bit closer, oh God. That we would trust you a little bit more, oh God. That we would know you a little bit more, oh God. That we would worship you all the more, Jesus. Oh God. Lord, I pray, Lord, for 2023, oh God. Lord, make us a people, Lord, full of your peace, O oh God, and full of confidence and full of trust 
And Almighty God, Lord, thank you, O oh God, Lord, for these moments tonight. Oh God, bless us as we part, Lord, Lord, and as we fellowship together, Lord, in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All God's people said, Amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Have a good week. Amen. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions at all, you can email us info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website, www.corkchurch.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and see you next time. God bless.